about to start right now. You can probably hear yourself right. Hello, Phoenix. In that show. Oh, yeah, you can definitely hear yourself. Oh, we're tuning in, baby. Yeah, we're in. Alright, hold on. I'm gonna try uh, one more thing. I don't know. Is mine a little too high or? No, there's no such thing. We're gonna do one. Let me change yours. Shit. It sounds better. <laughs> Have they actually like practiced their shit? Why is well, Aldo his podcast? You know, he he does the. He yeah, does, but does like, he actually rap. rap? What? What do you mean he's actually rapping? Yeah, that's him. Like at the beginning of his uh, weekly scraps podcast, he's rapping. How's it go? <sighs> Come on. It's uh. Hit me with it. I don't, I don't fucking know it off the top of my head. I don't like practice his shit. It's like the weekly scraps. It's like, okay. And then like he does like, a, like a kind of a montage of how like it's it's not like he's rapping like talking shit. He's like talking about what he does and like how he's putting it all together. Does it know? rhyme? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean he's just talking about all his shit? No, no. I mean like he's talking about like how like all the things he does. Like it's not like he's like. 
trying to talk shit to somebody. It's not like, you know, mm-hmm. like battle rap or some shit yeah, like that. Yeah. He's talking about like work, business, and everything how, coming together. How, you know? how does how does a battle rap between him and Weidman even start? I, I feel like Weidman instigates <laughs> my <myself. laughs> No way. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and like sometimes <laughs> but like it's good corny. Um, mm-hmm. but like, you know, sometimes Wyman got some, you know, he spits a little bit Stop, of uh, some of that fire, but most of the time, you know, it's always on the spot. You know, it's not like he's rehearsed. He's not like thinking about what he's <laughs> going to say before he says it. he just goes into it all of a sudden. You know? <laughs> I just imagine it's like, um, cause in high school I used to do that. By the way, we're on. Oh, welcome to fourth oh. stringers guys. Oh, I'm hey, here with, up, uh, everybody? oh yeah, I'm recording some. Welcome to Fort Stringers. I'm here with uh, James, Jitsu James Gonzalez. What's up, guys? Oh, oh, first question from oh, yeah? the fans. We already have a, a question. Is it Speedy or Alley Cat? It's it's the Alley Cat now. Um, uh, the Speedy, <laughs> the Speedy <laughs> thing was more for like a recognizable thing. Like when we've I done a started. rebranding. Yeah, it's it's a rebranding thing. <laughs> I would have changed it a long time ago, but for some reason, Facebook uh, that fucking athlete page it, it won't let me change it i've it tried, changing it, tried changing it like four times yeah. and it's like nope does not compute and i'm like Jesus. they're like where they're like we don't like that new name yeah yeah initially it was supposed to be the speed but then the like speed yeah i wanted to be like you know james the speed, speed. gonzalez yeah okay yeah. oh that okay that kind of goes cool, but then people are just calling me speedy all the time i said okay fine let me just embrace it <laughs> speedy but now, like, but uh, now it's Alley Cat. Yeah, There's been yeah. a complete rebranding. We never want to hear that again. Yeah, yeah. It's um, Alley Cat. You know, uh, Longo bestowed that upon me because you know he sees that. You know, when I go in the cage, like I'm just in there. You know, you know, like I like I don't care. You know, like we're we're gonna fight. You know, even yeah, if yeah. I'm on the not the best end of the the stick. You know, so like, yeah, they like as soon as you get put into a corner, it's like the alley cat comes yeah, out. The back arches. You just <laughs> the back arches. <laughs> Eight hooks come towards yeah. your head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, let's go. Yeah. Oh, shit. How's, uh, how's been training, dude? You look fucking skinny, dude. It's kind of ridiculous seeing you from... Because we were training at the beginning of quarantine. Yeah, yeah. We did then, some training. Then, um, uh, you know, things happen. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> this is a good, this is a good like, behind the scenes into uh, training, like, in the beginning of quarantine. Because... Yeah. Um, a uh, little backstory. I had a crazy staph infection yeah. before, like, I had it to the point where I had to go to the hospital mm-hmm. and they had to, like, s- open a hole in my chest, sew me clothes, and I put a bunch of videos, of course, mm-hmm. up on um, my story. And then I don't know if maybe. Who uh, knows? Maybe because, you know, like, um, everyone's immune system was probably down, you know? So, like,. Uh, Maybe it's something like that. Or, you know, like sometimes it happens from people not cutting their nails. You know, you get these little micro scratches. and um, uh, You got all the dirt under your nails and and shit, too. And if you don't, you know, like we're speaking of alley cats, you know, like cats, you can get an infection very quickly because, you know, just the scratch and then the bacteria that's on the nail. um, uh, Is that why they call you the alley cat? You give people (laughs) staff with your fucking... Is no, what just, it is? I was using that as an example, but <laughs> know, like, know. you know, micro scratches sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, like besides like you can take a shower and everything, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter, but um, uh, you get these oh, micro scratches, it, gets, oh. it, it 
passes that dermis, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, um, you know, the bacteria. Dermis. You became, like, a fucking staph infection expert. You know, I couldn't imagine, like, what you had, like, having on your chest. Oh, like, that dude. must have, like, sucked. Dude, so I thought bad. it was going to go to my heart. I was so scared. Yeah. I was, like, I was freaking out. I was, it was just... And then, on top of that, it being corona, mm-hmm. like, the height of yeah, corona. Yeah, you know, like, you are worried about going places. You're and like, oh. The stress of that alone is fucking giving me anxiety. Your compromised, Yo, and you're like, that. Bro, I remember like um I I remember going to um like trying to trying to decide whether or not I was going to go to the hospital and um it was hard because I was like if I go do I have to quarantine after like I'm going to be what if they put me to sleep I'm going to be all doped up where am I going to mm-hmm. go just weird just everything that you could think came to mind I mean but whatever at at, at the end of the day it was fine. It was fuck. It was fucking yeah. crazy to see it, the hospital. It, and, but, you know, th- yeah. these things happen. You know, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. In the cases of wrestlers and like contact sports, is a completely different kind of uh, um, bacterial yeah. infection, yeah. and it's a lot stronger and harder to deal with. So you you have to take. You know, I can't remember these fucking you know yeah, twenty yeah, yeah, letter. Yeah. You it's know, like words, azithromycin. Yeah, three yeah. different antibiotics. The, well, they give you they up. give you the same because it's like um, they give you the same thing for herpes and like uh, STDs. So that's why I know. Oh shit! No, I didn't know. Yeah, that. because okay. I I have to do. I, have to <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> you just say, uh, Valtrax, uh, uh, prep. No. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> yeah crazy lifestyle but um that's fucking crazy dude like no it's a, it's a good thing we're all you know cleared up with that like and it happens to a lot of fighters you know i remember kevin lee he had the same thing oh on my his god chest. You remember yeah that but fight his was like oh oh yeah uh, yeah Tony kevin Ferguson. lee yeah, 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 yeah he had it like it's like ready to burst and it's like the average person doesn't know what the fuck that is because i remember like trying to point that out to my friends and they're like what the fuck is that is that a pimple and i'm like bro that's not a fucking pimple dude like it's a miracle this guy's not in the hospital right now no yeah you definitely um um you know if you have something you gotta stay away you know it's just (laughs) but besides etiquette you know it's just you know you don't want to be responsible for someone getting i think i think corona helped that out too like they're like it reinforced the rules about like yo if you're sick stay home no no yeah like like for real like um you know, I was in Japan, you know, last year and uh, everyone before this whole pandemic shit, uh-huh. they all, like if you're sick, they wear masks there. Like they don't just like go to work fucking coughing all over people. Wow, that's shit. fucking awesome. They're very considerate, courteous people, you know, in general. And like they're like, if I'm sick, I'm going to protect myself and uh-huh. other people. Um, um, and I think, you know, like uh, not that it should be enforced like it's going on right now, but like uh-huh. out of common courtesy, if you're sick, I think it, you know, uh, it, especially during these times and in the future after this coronavirus passes, you know, just wear a mask. I don't wear mind mask. wearing a mask, dude. I feel like I Akashi. Want, I, I, don't, I don't mind wearing a mask in like, you know, in a store or if I'm out. Yeah, public, yeah. But like, I, don't, I don't wear a mask if I'm outside. Yeah, like just walking around outside. The, oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Like, um, if I'm walking around outside, I don't care. I'm not wearing masks. This is silly. Yeah, I'm yeah, not gonna yeah. get some kind of, uh, you know, uh, lung infection from having a mask on my face every day because that's very possible too. Um, <laughs> you're like deep into the into the Facebook fucking like it, it, anti news shit. Like well, you're gonna get a lung infection. Well, okay, just imagine like uh, when you speak, you know, or when you're talking, you yeah, know, disgusting. all that. 
shit that's in your mouth, it sprays, mm-hmm. it goes away from you. It doesn't build up and stay in you and, you know, and breed and like mm-hmm. turn into it's, something It's getting worse. breathed out for a reason, yeah, I yeah, imagine. Exactly. So like if I'm outside, I don't care, you know, but yeah. um, if I go into a store, if I'm at, you know, someone's house or, you know, whatever, I, and they want me to wear a mask or I feel like wearing a mask myself, I'll do yeah. that. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not exercising with a mask on that's how you get a oh dude song. i am not doing that yeah, and silly. i see people at the gym and i'm like like uh, you know what it is though they're probably every now and then just taking it off taking a nice breath and then putting it right back on you know like dude, how are you gonna breathe like someone recently just died because they they put like a spit shield over their head and mm-hmm. it was wet outside so uh-huh. it basically suffocated the person that's the um, most retarded way i've ever heard to die are you serious like how does that retarded, but no but it, how does that happen like you have a spit shield you, you can't like take it off well when your hand when your hands are cuffed behind your back you know but oh like, it was because of that yeah but you know wait wait was listen, that the my, guy was that the guy that died upstate yeah, um See, like, my dad, he oh, used to I didn't work watch that. in a CPEP at Stony uh-huh. Brook Hospital. It was, like, the psych ward. And they would have, you know, lunatics that would come in, and they'd have AIDS, and they would spit uh-huh. in oh, your fucking course, eyes. Oh, of course, of course. Because they're like, I want you to fucking get it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do not feel bad for people who are spitting on cops getting a face shield put on their face because mm-hmm. the last thing, you know, like, imagine you go to work and someone spit in your face and then you come home with AIDS, you know? Like, oh, my God. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah, that know? is bullshit. And, you know, unfortunately, it was a rainy day when that happened and, like... Oh, that's so what that's, that's what happened yeah, upstate. It, I see. I You know, like, even just doing the podcast, just, like, trying, like, being somebody who exists on social media, I, I feel like I, I, I mean, I put myself out on social media a bunch. Mm-hmm. It's not that I try to stay away from like watching those videos or educating myself about those videos, but like sometimes I feel like you have to like take a step back because you know, I've, I've, I feel like I've just been inundated with mm-hmm. stuff like that nowadays, like whether it's George Floyd or Breonna Taylor and and I understand they're mm-hmm. they're super important and stuff and I I saw that like I saw that video it probably happened like a day or two ago right but I didn't like take the time out to like watch the video and see what people are getting worked up about because like I'm busy and I'm like mm-hmm. damn like like I see that I I remember going down this deep hole of this it's probably not like mentally mm-hmm. good for me to like yeah. constantly be like oh what happened now what happened this time and like People don't come to like, I feel like they don't come to fourth stringers to hear all the time about like political and, and there's a time and a place to say it. But like, I don't I, I I'm not familiar at all with what happened. Like, can you run me through what happened in the well, video? That's that's pretty much what happened. Like, well, what what he got? He got extent. arrested. He was getting arrested. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know the details why he was getting arrested. But, OK, uh, like, you know, it, 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 spitting on anybody is so what he was spitting he was spitting at the cops while they were trying to you know arrest him arrest him and um um, (laughs) and and like from you know just because i remember the guy fucking spit in my dad's face and my dad had to go through these eye washes nasal washes mouth washes for four hours at the hospital where they were putting all these like uh not chemicals, but like these anti, like bacterial oh and antiviral God. like ah. solutions through his face, so he didn't get any. Because that guy had S- AIDS and spit in yeah, his face. Yeah, exactly. And um, unfortunately, it happens a lot to nurses at hospitals with yeah. you know people yeah. who are on drugs or like you know 
out of their mind or whatever. Like this is something they do, and you know, like you know, you gotta be. Dude, careful. that's crazy. And yo, like seriously, I could hock a loogie like from here to that wall. Like yeah. if I have a good phlegm, like I and I could de- like that's crazy. There's I can't literally imagine. snakes spitting cobras. Like that's how they fuck people up that's how they defend them they spit venom like 20 feet into your eyes now imagine if that venom had aids in it you would put a fucking that thing in a bag he's like, you're like <laughs> you fucking you, you spit in someone and you're like in 10 years you're so yeah, it's fucked a, it's a you're death so sentence. fucked it really is years, a death brother. sentence yeah and they're um, like no yeah so like um but th- that's the thing also with you know training with a mask on mm-hmm. it's like you're sweating that mask is getting wet have you ever heard of waterboarding before? They put a wet cloth over your face. They pour water on you, and you mm-hmm. literally, it's like drowning. It's the same thing with training. Like a um, couple of guys uh, collapse their lungs uh, from running on a treadmill or lifting weights because really? they're trying to breathe. What the fuck? And the suction from the water closing off all, like, the small holes that allow the air to come in, uh-huh. you know, it kind of creates a vacuum, and uh, it'll collapse your lungs. So um, I, I don't think it's happened a lot, but I'm sure if you're pushing yourself in a training situation mm-hmm. like jiu Which we are all the time. Yeah. You, you know, know you know what's actually funny? I made, I made a <laughs> – so there was a mandate that came out in the in the New York City where you have to wear a mask while you're in the gym, mm-hmm. right? And so I made a little video. I haven't put it out yet, but I made a little video with uh, Gay Mike. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, you know, I don't know who that is. But you don't know, you don't know Mike, Gay Mike, the the one from Sarah's. He's the purple belt. Who I don't like, know him by Gay Mike. Oh uh, yeah, Mike. Well, whatever. He's my. He's he's. I call. He's a staple in the show. We call him Gay Mike on the show. Okay, I don't so know him by Gay Mike, but <laughs> I do know Mike's from Sarah's. Do you know? Wait, wait. Do you know exactly which one I'm talking I about? I do not know who the one. The one who literally he can drop into a split at a moment's notice. No. Um. All right. I'll show you a picture of him. Mike Navarrete? Navarro. Is he the one with the the dyed hair sometimes? The blonde hair? Spanish kid? Yes! He did. I forgot about that. When you said Navarro, I was thinking of the Spanish guy because I remember him. But if that's the guy, I didn't, you know. That's him. I just know him as Mike. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's, uh, yeah. um, (laughs) uh, What the fuck was I saying about him? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I did a, a video with him, mm-hmm. and we both wore masks, right? Yeah. So he wore the surgical mask, and I wore the um. I just wore like a cloth mask that I made. Yep. And uh, like I was doing my best to try to keep it on, and after a minute, his mask is like all on his eyes, on his yeah. face. He's not even bothering to like put it back on. I'm trying to keep my mind back on, mm-hmm. and it's impossible. There's absolutely nah, no that's... way. To, and and I I did the whole video like a whole round with him to show the futility of it yeah. like and like talking about it after dude you legitimately can't breathe yeah. like if I'm breathing hard and like imagine like the mask gets bunched up just yeah. a bit in one of your nostrils that fucks up your breathing for that cycle yeah, like it, it's like having Wagner Roca on your face the whole time you know, <laughs> like you know, the smother yeah, yeah and you like get it off for a second yourself. yeah it's yeah. it's it, it, it's it's silly to um you know train with a mask i i think it's unsafe honestly yeah uh, to train with a mask on but you were talking about um so mask culture in japan you're always what how'd you even end up in japan you love um, japan dude yeah well we had uh some japanese fighters who were training at the gym uh we had sasaki we mm-hmm. still have um mizuki naoki and uh uh, Ken Hasegawa, he he mm-hmm. was actually fighting for the uh, light heavyweight uh, championship uh, against 
this guy from uh, I forgot his name. What um, organization? Ong, Ong, one one championship. Oh shit! Yeah, he was so fighting we, for the light heavyweight. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, he he went to um. Uh, so I went to corner wow. him, but because I didn't have a work visa, I wasn't able to corner him. Um, that he, sucks. You know, uh, it, it was a fun time. I was there for nine days, but um, just the cleanliness like of that country um you know i won't say people are like you know nice or approachable but they're definitely considerate courteous and uh you know they like like every tree you walk by is freshly pruned mm -hmm. and there's no fucking branches or bullshit on the floor oh like, shit all the sidewalks are clean everyone is very you know considerate when it comes to uh you know like space on the subway mm -hmm. very you know, quiet, no loud music. Uh, I actually stayed at one of those capsule hotels and I got drunk uh, one of the nights before I came and I was speaking loud in my, because it's like, it's like, it's like a honeycomb of fucking, Yes, yeah, yeah, I know, know what you're talking about. And I didn't realize how loud I was speaking and someone was like, you cannot speak this loud. <laughs> it's like, oh this no. Is, and you're, it even says like on the thing, it's like no talking in the, you have to go to the community room if you want to <gasps> talk. Yeah, you yeah. can't, make noise or whatever when you're in like the <laughs> in like the the sleeping area the capsule. So, oh my god you know, i was you know that's I'm so very funny sorry, very sorry. yeah yeah and, i'm and, sorry, you know, I'm sorry. he's was, like you want to talk you have to go next to the panty machine over yeah, there yeah, in yeah. the community but room. um but even so like <laughs> like the air was so clean like everything was just very like nice and orderly and it, it's nice you know and, and like it's it's not like it was in like a sub like a town or like some you know village of main street out in suffolk county where uh -huh. it was nice like, it was like a bustling city yeah it was, it was all still nice yeah they, they the upkeep was was fire that's yeah. crazy they don't mind the extra work what, what was like your favorite thing about japan um the sightseeing man like all like they like like you have like this technological part of mm -hmm. japan and then you have these very like classic you know like um, um like from a different era of yeah. japan like where they respect like all these traditional old buildings and like but it doesn't look like you know like say if you went in a city and you see like a kind of like crappy old building but mm -hmm. it's like a historical but like these things are kept and maintained uh, uh, maintained and everything so bushido and of yeah them. It, like it, that, that's what's up like they they value and respect i can't, I can't wait to go to japan I that's cool that you matter. that you got a a good experience out there i definitely want to go no, i hope they don't great. blackball me out there no no they're they're they're, they're not did like you see that. any guys with like crazy tattoos I actually did see like nice. um, while I was in uh, Shinjuku. Um, that's where I stayed cool at the name. capsule hotel. Uh -huh. um, like there's like this movie theater that has a huge Godzilla that breathes fire <laughs> out of its what? mouth every uh, on the hour. It's like shoots a fucking like forty foot <laughs> fireball out of it. It's really cool. And um, that's, uh, that's so where sick. like you know I I guess where I guess some yakuza are active over there and like. It, it was really cool. Like you just see like this car uh -huh. tatted out. Like it has like uh -huh. a, I guess uh, those covers are like those sticker covers on it. But it's mm -hmm. like it's like a yakuza tattoo like a on decal. the car. They stop traffic and they bow like out and they send I guess the bosses on their way. But whoa, like like you know what's cool is like the yakuza. Like I don't know if this is still going on, but like they work with police there. Like uh -huh. if someone is fucking up and like causing trouble, like they will help find that person or whatever yeah and bring them to justice in 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 uh in, in that sense you know like they're not yeah. like the, the like they're not i'm sure they can be 
bad, but they also like they're like moral criminals, if that makes sense. You know, I guess <laughs> they're like, uh, what's that? Have you ever seen like, um, you know how it's not just Skyrim, but it's like uh, your alignment and it's like chaotic good or chaotic neutral or like um, I don't, uh, so i've heard of skyrim but i don't even know so so like where they would fall on the alignment scale it would be like lawful evil like that's what there would be i don't know if evil's the right word um i just think it's like they're their own like they don't accept like, I have no idea because I'm not Japanese. I'm yeah. not a Yakuza. I don't know. But if I were to describe it, I would feel like they're self-governing. Mm. So your way of doing things, uh, like like the Japanese government's way of doing it, is just different from what it's they do. It sounds a lot like fucking the Godfather, but the Japanese version. I, wouldn't, I would never disrespect <laughs> the Japanese culture. <laughs> really? Compare them to... Yo, you know, I, ha- I had a theory that... Um, Everything that Italians do was just stolen from Chinese culture uh, thousands of years ago or whatever, because you know how Chris Marco Polo like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like pasta is really just noodles from fucking China. China, But but like but like imagine this. What if they also took their accents from China? Like, you know, the Italian accent. What if that was that used to be China? There's a bunch of I Chinese farmers and they're is, like, uh, from pasta hey, what the noodles fuck's is that um, uh, China and Japan they use rice based noodles. Mm. And, um, I think and in it's grain based, right? It's grain based, and oh. it was just it like that's wild. The the not the climate or the environment that they had in in Europe was a wheat kind of environment, mm-hmm. and then the natural habitat that was in China, it was better for growing rice. Yeah, I don't yeah. think you can grow wheat in China as like, or Japan as, as abundantly. Well. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's not like a That's natural, you know, Oh, you know, you know what? Of- another thing like that is uh, lactose intolerance. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about that? It's like, so yeah. Chinese people, like Asian people are all basically lactose intolerant. And then European people, it's like 50, 50. And like it's because it's a it, soy. They and uh, like they. I think it's because they predominantly eat soy. That's where they get. I their I, I don't know. I think I think like one's just like a dairy, more of a dairy culture, yeah. and the other one's not. But like, like everyone drinks milk when they're a baby, and that enzyme turns off uh, for some people after they become after they grow up a bit, mm-hmm. and then they're not able to gi- digest milk. But some people have that enzyme ability to digest they keep it as they grow up it's fucking yeah, crazy i guess it depends on you know your environment you know yeah it's like yeah if you're, that's like another if environment you're, if you're thing. eating you know more lactose i'm sure you'll build a lot of a lot of uh dude people too. people are watching this podcast and they're like yo these guys are fucking smart <laughs> no. <laughs> they're probably like when are they gonna start talking about yeah, <laughs> I was, jiu-jitsu <laughs> martial arts no like, dude i i'm i'm staying away no no i, I actually didn't want to ask you What's been going on recently in uh, CFFC? Because, like, I don't know if people know this, but you're the 145 champ, right? Yeah. So I saw a post recently, mm-hmm. and I didn't know what to make of it. Can you just, like, walk me through what's going on? Because I also saw the guy answer you. So I don't know what, like, um, yeah. Well, the, it was just basically a miscommunication, uh, misunderstanding. Okay. Um, uh, the, you seem angry, it, brother. Well, initially, because... <laughs> Like, You're fucking like, mad. Well, I you better was, break I someone else's up, arm. I was upset at first. 
Uh, I should have reached out to them about instead it of blowing them up. Well, it's it's not that I was blowing anyone up. Uh, people were blowing me up because they were so, they saw the fight card, you know, announced beforehand, and I was getting tagged in a bunch of stuff. But oh shit! We we resolved all that stuff. It's water under the bridge, you know. I kind of wish that I you know talked saying, to them bro. about it. Um, uh, well, yeah, it's like what it says. Should we dwell on everything? Hell no. I think it's you know silly it's to dwell, especially when you were ignorant to um what exactly was going on, and um you know it's not like. I was purposely being ignorant, mm -hmm. you know. I, you know, found the information I needed. So, so what happened? So, so yeah, like, um, well, well, let's let's walk it back a bit. So, how did you even get the fight with Pat Sabatini? Well, um, uh, his uh, he's had like three opponents pull out on. No, more than that, actually. Why? Uh, They're scared. People are scared to fight people, you know. Really? Like, um, yeah, like. Um, and you know, it was, it was just an opportunity that came up. Um, you know, I got it on like uh, seven days, six days notice and, uh, you know, I'm ready to step up to the plate whenever, you know, mm -hmm. like I, I really, you know, do like being in the cage mm -hmm. and fighting and it doesn't matter who it's, uh, you shouldn't really be in a sport where you, you know, kind of pick and of choose people, yeah. who you fight, you know, cause well, I mean, there's a time in a because like if you don't have the experience, I wouldn't say you'd go like, but like at your level, at a professional level, yeah, yeah I think you're right. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right in that sense. Well, yeah, you know, like uh, honestly, I'm happy I got all the hard fights that I did get because mm -hmm. all those hard fights that I did get are the fights that these other guys who aren't fighting those hard fights didn't yeah. get. And um, honestly, it. it I feel like it's only helped me, even in defeat, you know, like when yeah. I've lost, I've lost, um, you know, I've never been deterred from a loss, you know, mm -hmm. I, you know, I never, you know, lost sight of my goals just because you lose, you know, um, uh, you know, it happens sometimes, you know, uh, thankfully it was just in a, you know, cage fight and not yeah. in like some other aspect of my life, you yeah. know. Um, uh, so, you know, you just, you know, get back in there and you keep believing in yourself and doing what you, what you do, you know, this is what you, this is what I'm good at. Uh, this is what I want to do. And thankfully, you know, I love doing it. So, you know, I'll take the opportunities as they come with that. Well, the fight right before Sabatini, didn't you go fight some Canadian dude and like knock him the fuck uh, out no, or something? No, no, no. That fight got, uh, I actually landed on my head really bad. Uh, I dislocated my, uh, scalp. No, no. What you, you knocked somebody out the, oh no no the, I, yeah, didn't yeah, knock, yeah. I didn't knock him out. i i fought um a guy for cffc it was my 135 debut i didn't knock yeah. him out i i threw a knee to his face and it gave him a really bad cut yeah that's what it was, it was. that's what i was asking it was a it was against uh you know a prospect in the 135 oh, pound division okay so like you know like um that's what you know, got my foot in the door at CFFC, CFFC and, yeah. you know, like, uh, so, so what were you talking about just now? The one after was that yeah, one? Yeah, right that was the one okay. After. So what happened that? Um, oh, so then I, you know, I took the fight. Um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I was, you know, fighting a guy in his hometown and I was the underdog people, you know, I think they, you know, um, maybe people thought I was going to lose that fight. You know, uh -huh. you know, it's always a possibility. You know, you take risks. It's not 100% what happens. Just so happened to be my night, you know, that night. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I came, you know, as prepared as I can be on a week's notice. And, um, you know, thankfully it went in my favor. Uh, and, um, you know, that gave me, like, a good boost. You know, it was definitely needed that. And um, um, hopefully, uh, you know, um, in October, hopefully something will be figured out for uh, – potential 35 pound title fight and um i uh, just gotta wait to see who uh 
becomes a champion in that division. Wait, so they're yes. going to give you the 135 pound? Yeah, and yeah, even though you won the 145? Well, yeah, that was initially like the deal. Hey, I'll come save this card for you. Um, win or lose, you know, give me a shot at that 135 pound belt. Um, you know, like, because that's my weight class now is 135. Yeah. Um, I I don't want to fight at 45 no more. I, I think I got a, uh, enough fights at 45. Like, it, like if we're talking UFC money, yeah. then yeah, I'll fight up a weight class. It's fine. But um, um, I want to be fighting at my new weight class, uh, I think, is my natural weight class at yeah. 135. Dude, that's ridiculous. You just told me. I walked down here. You fucking told me you're 49. You're 149. I'm sorry. No, I'll, no, you, want okay. me, you want me to no, take no, that out? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no. It's fine. No, dude, that's fucking uh, ridiculous, yeah, dude. Um, but it's I'm not depleted. You know, I feel good. Yeah, you look great. And, um, you know, a lot of it was just... Like I saw I him said, eat three steaks. Like, it, <laughs> like uh, what's it called? Uh, just um, uh, healing from injuries. You know, that's wow, really it. That's the, beautiful. Like, if there's one thing that the quarantine has done in a positive, it kept me out the gym. You know, like I was training with my neck was fucked up. I had a lot of uh, numbness in my sh in my arms. Wow. Uh, my hip was messed up, and like taking the time off and really focusing on. You know, recovering and doing like body weight, calisthenic exercises, you know, changing, not really changing my diet up too mm -hmm. much, but, you know, portion control. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. really, it's, it's really the number one thing. Like, you know, if you're like eating like 2000 calories in excess, what, what you're already eating, like you're never going to lose weight. You know, it doesn't matter how much you work out. If you're, if you're taking in too, like an excess of calories, it's like. You just, and like, I, I kind of, and I think it was from growing up, you know, one of seven kids, you know, like if you didn't eat, you didn't eat. So wow. you grew up yeah, you yeah, yeah, never yeah. to waste food. So like if I went somewhere to eat, yes. I would always eat whatever was on my plate. I would and never leave it. And that, and like that mentality of that, of being hungry, like you just got to get over that. You know, I think that was really what was holding uh, me back with uh, my weight goals that I wanted. Was wow, just that's that. so interesting. Because, you know, you go to bed hungry, like that sucks. Like, it yeah. really, it's not fun, you know, and um, it's not a good feeling. And um, um, growing up with that uh, wasn't the greatest experience either. How do you think? So you said you're one of six kids. Yeah, one of seven. Yeah. One of seven. Yeah. So, like, how do you think growing up like that? Because it sounded like, you know, lack of food, like, that wasn't exactly the best environment. How did that affect you as a fighter? Like, growing up, like, as the fighter you became today, you think I, I, it shaped think you in any way in the beginning? I, I don't all? know if it uh, shaped me mm -hmm. in a way. Um, I think it it showed me that there's uh, definitely worse things to deal with than yeah. getting punched in the face. Uh -huh. um, I definitely rather get punched in the face or like, I'd rather have someone like, like if I wasn't me, like mm -hmm. I definitely get, you know, punched in the face for a living than you know, be homeless or be hungry, not have clothing, you know, yeah. shelter, yeah. you know, like, uh, like these are just, so did you, did you go through all that? Yeah, it's just something, you know, part of uh, my past. But, like, that, it doesn't matter right now. Like, that's a, you know, um, uh, that, that, that well, we'll, I, we'll save that for, like, the, it, the documentary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because, like, when you look at just even a glimpse of that and, like, how far you've come. I'm in your house right now, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm no, in your well, house. I'm in this beautiful basement. I, I've, well, I'm it's like, not my house. I, well, won't, but like, I won't front and pretend that, yeah, I'm, but, you know. I mean, you're you're right there. You're 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 a champ. Like you're on your way to to yeah. doing it, bro. Like I, it's I, crazy to see 
I mean, I've seen you, I've known you for maybe like four or five years now. And to see your growth from like outside no, looking seeing in. seeing your growth too, man. I remember when I first met you and uh, I, I, I remember that because, that, uh, you know, like when I first started, there were, there were some people who didn't like me too much because, uh, you know, I would go for it. You know, like yeah. I'd want to train. I, I, not that I would go hard or be aggressive. It's just, you know, I, I wanted to get better, you know, yeah. and a lot of, there's, there will be a lot of people in your journey who are going to tell you, Hey man, you got to slow down or this or that, or, you know, chill this. And it is the worst advice possible. I remember <laughs> telling you, dude, that dude, shaped me. Yeah. You go for it. Don't worry about what people say. You, this is, you know, especially if this is something you want to do with your, your life, your profession. Um, those people just hold you back from your dreams and, and their opinions don't mean nothing. So just get after it, put everything into it and, yeah. and, and good things. And dude, your game has, you know, I, I like, I, I won't even, you know, take credit for that or anything like that, but your, your game since I met you from when you were a blue belt to now is fucking exponentially different Thanks, and dude. more advanced. And it's good to see you compete. Like you got the competing bug, you know, you like yes. to compete. Yes. You, you know, if you can com compete every week or every other week, I know you would, you know, like, yeah, yeah. you know, as long as you're healthy and, and, and like, I like that. Um, um, like with me, um, you know, I, I, I'm really more focused on the MMA, you know, yeah. like I, I would like to compete jujitsu more, but the risk of getting hurt doing it's that, crazy. Yeah. you know, it's like, I'd rather, you know, get hurt in yeah. the cage than get hurt doing a jujitsu tournament. 100%. Especially if I'm not making a lot of money mm -hmm. doing that jujitsu tournament. Like I'm rather, you know, take yeah. my chances in the cage. It's, it's crazy. I, I would love to see you do more jujitsu but i understand um but yo you definitely were one of the people to no like shape it, it, my i'm sorry go ahead i said uh, like you definitely were one of the people who definitely shaped like influenced my grappling mindset and stuff like that like i remember you telling me that and then it's something i tell people all the time where like just that exactly what you told me like yo like a lot of people are gonna tell you to slow down like don't slow down, man. It's yeah. not that. It's not. It's it's that they can't keep up. Yeah. Like you know what the thing. Like there, you'll you'll get. You'll you'll know when you'll, to go yeah, hard too. Yeah. Like you're not gonna like yeah, maybe course. pick on like a hundred pound woman yeah. or you know some really old guy. <laughs> but like especially when it's like a yeah. bigger, stronger, fitter guy than you. Yeah. Tell him, hey man, you need to. It's like, shut up, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like you're doing the same yeah, shit to yeah, me too. Like, like it's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It it was. And like you, like you said, you know when to like uh, to turn it on. Yeah, of course, yeah. dude. Of course, and and um, that's kind of like what all all gas no breaks is. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. exactly, like you, seriously, you had a hand in Fort Stringers, whether no, you know it or not. Dude. No, I'm ha I'm happy. Um, you know, I'm happy to see the progression. You know, yeah. whenever I see guys doing well, you know, it's it, it, it's great. You know, like especially guys on our team. You know, like hell yeah, our team's yeah. been killing it, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you said, are you going to have, uh, a f you already have the fight lined up for 135? Well, not yet. Just because the two guys that are fighting for the belt haven't fought for it. Cause like, oh, it, it was it, like, it was really hard finding me opponent. Like yeah. at 135, like uh, initially, like that's why like that whole thing with CFFC kind of happened was because they were trying to find me guys at 135. They couldn't, they were offering me 145, Damn. a few 145 pound fights, but it was like, I need, like, I can't be fighting 
huge guys at, at yeah, my weight class that exactly. you know like i this is my profession this is my career i'm gonna go forth with it how i please you know yeah. and um if they found me someone at 135 the fight would took the fight but um um yeah That's they, interesting. They, they were having a hard time but wow. basically i think what was going on now is that you know if they have two guys fight for the belt if they win if someone when someone wins <laughs> They can't be like, oh, I'm not going to fight the challenge. Yeah. you like, you got to fight the challenge. They both you know? knock each other out. <laughs> <laughs> Simultaneous knockout. Uh, They're like, oh, I'm sorry, James. It's, uh, well, if that happens. It's looking rough. If something like that happens, hopefully I get picked up on the Contender Series. Or oh, yeah, like that. That'd be dude. Great. We've had some guys fight on the, the Contender Series already. Um, yeah, just stay healthy. Yeah, yeah fuck know, yeah. That's how uh, Frivola got in. You know, he, he started on the Contender Series. He had a... Uh, uh, a submission win i think it was a head and arm choke yeah um uh, i think he was the first one from our our school to get in uh marab yeah. got in from the looking for a fight mm-hmm. uh you know um he he had a six second you know spinning back fifth, fifth finish <sighs> yeah i was on that you know uh card too um uh, i did well i you know dominated uh, a fight but um you know like it wasn't like the main event or anything yeah like yeah that. yeah but um, um yeah and uh, yeah I remember I was there for that Dennis fight on it you know he he was he, you know he didn't he didn't get the win but dude that kid got grit heart and like he, he you almost know, got that arm bar yeah yeah, yeah. that that, that was, was nuts that I was so jujitsu tried like telepathically sending my brain <sighs> to take over his body because he did Yo. that ninety percent everything like ninety percent of that was mm-hmm. like perfect. Uh, I wish it he was held, so buttery. I wish instead of going for the armbar right away, he kept the Kimura control uh-huh. and rolled him over and then went and for the armbar. Yeah, 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 top. yeah. I think he would have been able to secure it a little better. But, you know, for it his was level. Good though, man. It was fucking crazy. For a blue belt to Hell do yeah. that after. In the UFC. In the UFC, after two really hard rounds of just going yeah. back and forth with a, with a guy. Like, to be able to pull out, pull off that technique so flawlessly and almost take the back then transition to the armbar then roll through and then you know still be in the fight it's like crazy dude and and it's crazy because you see the level oh my god dennis like and he's a blue belt yeah him like his grappling level was it's ridiculous how much better he's gotten yes. like fucking ridiculous yeah. him and pumi are two of the most hard-working yeah. like of the oh and Nas too yeah, oh yeah. my god how can I forget it's yeah. just I haven't trained with yeah, them in so me. long it's hard to like remember all there's so many fighters like Charlie I, yeah. I don't mean to be leaving people out but just specifically Dennis and Pumi their grappling has gotten so fucking fire dude it's legit man it's crazy dude yeah. so proud of them yeah, and, yeah. and Pumi gives me fucking problems now dude no, he's so he, strong even when I wrestle Pumi Aljo works with Pumi a lot and like <laughs> Pumi, I feel bad for him because people don't want to fight him. He he, he really like. Why don't I, people want to fight he him? He would be if if people would, cause he's so good, man. But like, he, wait, like, okay, like, what's his weight class? One twenty five. One twenty five. Is it hard to find opponents in one twenty five? Isn't think, it? Not anymore. So then nobody just wants to fight Pumi. Yeah, nobody wants to fight Pumi. That's retarded. Uh, honestly, he's one and zero right now. He dominated his Bellator fight. He. Finished so many guys in his amateur career. Yeah, yeah, that um, Bellator fight was awesome. I honestly think even being one and zero right now, uh, you know, he deserves to be in the UFC. He will. I think he will give that top ten 
anyone in the top 10 or yeah. for their money. It's uh, crazy. I think it's he crazy how good he is. a lot of those guys, yeah. too. And uh, he's not gassing out. He's like a... He's like, a he's like another Marab. Yeah. yeah. You saw them running hills in Las Vegas, like... For no at reason, nighttime, yeah. At nighttime, there's and coyotes and shit, and there's the he's like, I'm, I, don't worry, I'm with the machine. Yeah, like yeah. they're they're just like running, saying <laughs> inspirational shit, like no, Marab man. yelling stuff in Georgia. It was so awesome. And that's dude. what you gotta do. Like today, yeah, that's what that's champ shit. That's today, man, black mamba, I try fucking champ. Getting shit. these guys running hills. You know, we usually run them on Fridays, but I'm like, come on, guys, let's go get these hills in. And, like, it's tough. You know, we go to Herrick's High. It's, like, it's yeah. not an easy hill, you yeah, know. Yeah. And uh, I did five five five-minute rounds with them. Uh, some of the guys couldn't do that many. <laughs> some of them have, you know, other workouts they're doing later on, too. But, um, uh, you know, I'm I'm training for championship fights. Like, I'm training yeah. five rounds every single day. Any any workout I do, if it's sparring, it's at least five rounds. If it's wow, jiu-jitsu, it's at least five hard rounds from the feet. If it's if it's cardio, it's at least five five minute rounds. Yeah. So, you know, like and and, I, and and that's another thing uh, reason why I think uh, um, you know like the weight loss has been a little easier for me in getting to where I want to be is because you can't be scared of the hard work. You can't be scared to get tired. You got to learn how to deal with being tired. You got to learn oh, how to yeah. deal with being in, in the deep end of the pool. And, yeah, it sucks. And anyone who says, you know, oh, oh all you got to do is just, you know, have a mindset or, or mm-hmm. like, or, or, you know, like um, once you train hard enough, you'll get there and it's going to be easy. That's bullshit. It's going to be hard. It'll you're going to be, be in the moment. You're going to feel it. But you have to decide whether you're going to put that extra effort in or not, you know. And um, that's what I've been doing a lot lately since this quarantine. Um, yeah. Just uh, going to the deep end. Yeah. You, you know, uh, I think uh, my mindset changed a lot. It might sound silly, but I fucking I watched The Matrix. And, you know, besides you know, outside of the action sequences of the movies, just the mentality and the philosophy of that movie is like, dude, you can, uh, uh, you are, you control your own limitations. Uh, And it's really, Mm -hmm. uh, ever since I watched the movie, I went through the whole trilogy. It really changed my mindset (laughs) about how I view training. Like, you know, it's, I don't think I'm going to be flying or dodging bullets or anything like that. Yeah, of course. But like the things that I can change is like, if you're tired, or like, do you have to be tired? Like, or can do you have to give up when you're tired? Yeah. Because like, like mm-hmm. initially, like, uh, like a couple, of, like even as recent as a year ago, when you when I get tired, you know, you start taking the foot off the gas pedal. You don't want to feel tired, yeah. you know. But now when I get tired, I'm like, fucking, it is on. This is the like, time. Like this is to where really I live. Yes. Yeah. This is where this is where it's time to go and push. You know, like because. It took me so long to get here. Yeah, yeah. Now's exactly. the time to work. Yeah, like holy shit. When that that burning in your lungs, um, you know, it's going away. It's not as uh, powerful as it used to be. But um, the only reason why it's not as powerful as it used to be is because I embrace that. You know, mm-hmm. it's like embrace that that shitty feeling and power through it. And, you know, you'll you'll be able to rest eventually, you know, it, yeah, it yeah. might not be as soon as you want the, the break. You know, mm-hmm. you might be looking at the, the, the clock tick down and be like, oh, man, where's this clock going to go? But if you can just kind of, you know, 
not trick yourself, but be in the mindset is like, oh, this is actually good for me. This is fun for me. This is this is going to make me better. This is going to make me, you know, outwork the person. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Marab really um, watching his work ethic, you know, it, it shows that it can be done. It yeah, shows yeah, that, yeah. you know, like like when I was running hills today, I was fucking booking these hills. And one reason why I know that it's possible is because I saw Marab book. Marab just hills. books it. Yeah, I see it. Like he's lapping people. He's fucking double lapping people. He's getting 12, 12 round, um, twelve. Um, uh, what's the word for? It? I get laps. Uh, yeah, twelve laps and up and down while everyone else is getting eight to ten. Oh my god! And they're pushing it, and um, you know, seeing him do that shit just. You know, it's like I, I can do it. Too. You can do it. I can do yeah. it too. Seeing Chris, you know, yeah, Chris live the uh, wide men. You know, like he, him, he went for it. He became a champion. See Matt, he went for it. Became a champion. These are all the people who put down like those steps. Like imagine, like just like a river, and there's no, you know, there's no way to cross it. But the guy that was there before you, he put a boulder there. So there's the first step. It's like, oh, there's a step there. And then the, the next guy put the other board. Yeah. And then you see the, 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 the path. And then you're like, oh, there is a path to get there. You know, sometimes you're going to have to put your own boulder or sometimes you're going to be the, the stepping stone for someone else to put their boulder. Yeah, yeah. You know, but um, it, it all depends on how it works out for you. Of course, you know, sometimes it doesn't always work out, mm-hmm. but you you showed it's the same thing when i tell guys about jujitsu like some guys they're they're scared to take risks when they're training they want to be on top they want to be in the best position possible at all times but i'll tell guys i'd be like well if you don't you know go down one path you never know what's at the end of that path and you can only go down one path so many times before you have no excuse not to see what's coming from that particular path Mm -hmm. uh path so like like say you go to stand up in guard and mm-hmm. a guy keeps grabbing your ankles and like doing that waiter sweep. Yeah, yeah. You can only do that so many times and get sweat before you see it coming and knowing know what to and do, feeling yeah. and getting used to it. But the guy who just wants to stay kneeling because he's scared to get swept from that is never going to learn how to deal with it mm-hmm. when it, you know, brings itself forward. Yeah. So um, if there's one thing, you know, um, you know, maybe an up and coming, it doesn't even have to you know, be related to jujitsu. It could be anything. Don't be scared to take the risk because you're going to learn from that risk. Yeah. You know, don't jump off a building head first. That's stupid because mm-hmm. you kind of know the path where that's leading. But, you know, with other things, you can you be like, okay, don't go that way because that happened last time. Yeah. And you can only mess up so many times before you figure it out. And even if sometimes it takes – you know, people two or three tries to figure it out. Sometimes it takes someone a hundred tries mm-hmm. to figure it out, but it took a hundred tries for you to figure that out. And then you figure it out. And then you figure it out and it's not a problem no more. And you know what, dude, I think you should hold, like you said, like, <clears throat> so there were the people who came before you and, uh, they showed you the path. Right. Yeah. And those were champions. Dude, you're a champ too, man. Like, yeah, especially yeah, trying. like, you know, like you should, I feel like, um, at the beginning of this, you said this might sound kind of corny or whatever, but dude, like, I don't think you understand how much weight your words have with me. Mm-hmm. Like me, especially like you've been there since the beginning for me. Yeah. So like to hear you, dude, like don't put yourself down like that. Cause like mm-hmm. you, you're so important to me. Uh, like, thanks, like, no, for real. Like you're same, same. Yeah. You're one of like, 
one of my best friends on the mat. Yeah. So like, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to hear you, you put yourself down like that. And like, it's crazy. Like, dude, like, like I said, I've seen you, I've seen you come. And like those words that you just said, they're so inspiring. They hit me so hard. Like mm-hmm. I want to go out and I want to work right now. Like, it's like tears in my eyes. You just came from Astoria, though, weren't yeah, you? Just yeah, just do yeah. kickboxing. I saw but, that. Yeah. So the reason I'm I'm doing like kickboxing and shit is my rib is fucked up. Like I popped my rib, and I popped my ankle like two days before that, and it's the only thing I could do to train. So, but like, dude, like, I'm so inspired right now. Like, I I can't help. Like, I'm so like I feel emotional because I want to I want to work. I want to be like that yeah. too. I want to be inspiring to people. Yeah. I want to be like a champion. Yeah. And like, dude, that's you. That's you too, bro. I'll tell you one thing that I'll give you a ton of credit and you inspire me. And I wish, you know, my dad wasn't bedridden, but seeing what you've done for your father, getting him and even your mom, you know, holding the pads for them, you know, kickboxing with them and teaching them and getting them in shape. Cause you know, my dad, you know, he's, he, he's bedridden. He's had yeah. back surgery. He had multiple strokes. He has diabetes. He has Parkinson's. He I don't know how he survived the coronavirus. He's in the nursing home. <laughs> he got he crazy. got the sickness, and I really wow. thought I was gonna lose him. No. I really did, cause a, a bunch of people in the wing that he was in, they were dropping like flies. And, That's insane. And like I wish, I wish I I would I would be able to you know do the like be grateful god gave you the opportunity to yeah, do it. don't am. stop doing that I for am. your for your father like that that's a beautiful thing every time i see it 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 gives me like uh not not it like it doesn't make me sad mm-hmm. it inspires me that there are people that will go to those lengths for their family and oh I, yeah and like that that's really dude like family awesome, love man. family love is like real like that's something that i've grown up with mm-hmm. and like i don't know like i'm sure like you've had to find it you know what i mean like yeah, I, yeah. I and like dude like i don't know like how do i like i love you like a brother too man i feel you like man. like i'm i'm always wondering how you're doing mm-hmm. i'm always like thinking about you you're my boy you know yeah, yeah for sure, so bro. like and it's hard not seeing everybody like how we used to. Yeah, yeah. Because you guys are like family to me. Yeah, and man. Like, the with the Levittown Academy closing, like, cause like I I went with the van. We were moving all the stuff and seeing the place, like all the memories. You know, I got my black belt there. I got my brown belt there. That's crazy. You know, like that's where you know my friendship with you know Jason started, yeah. and like you know even before that, you know when we were in Bayside and everything. Uh-huh. But like that's where we really like so many rounds, so so many uh, rounds with my teammates that got me to the level that I am oh, today. Yeah, yeah. That I can pursue this career. What uh-huh. was forged there? So it's like seeing that place close, but. Thankfully, you know, Huntington Academy is still going. Thank God, and, yeah. And um, uh, that will be opening up soon. Hopefully. And, um, uh, and um, like, but, yeah, man, that, like, all, all those guys at Sarah's, even the guys that don't like me too much, you know, <laughs> Sarah's will always be a place of, you know, that's where I was created. Uh, I, I, really, <laughs> I really feel, yeah, exactly. Like, I, like, there's so many things I – you know, paths I could have went down if I, I didn't walk into Sarah's. Uh, oh 10 years man, ago. yeah, hell yeah. And um, I I would never trade it for anything. I <laughs> I I will choose this path, even if it's the hardest path. 
I will choose this path and continue going down this path. Yeah. Um, even if I lose in this path, uh, path, it was a path worth taking. So, um, you seem to be enjoying the journey. That's what yeah. I'm doing too. I'm trying to, dude. Nas posted something the other day. It was like, you know, these bus rides aren't gonna last forever. Like the mm-hmm. the la- the life of an athlete doesn't last forever. So yeah. enjoy the ride. Yeah. Like yeah. every single fucking second, dude. Yeah. Like there's not like, like the when I get injured, I get so depressed. Mm-hmm. I get so depressed. I'm like, like that's why I fucking couldn't stay off the mat for like. What like, dude? I broke my nose, and two days later, I was back. <laughs> I remember that. I felt so bad. <laughs> I fucking yeah. two days later, I'm back. Like, the, but like, I've never done anything mm-hmm. like that ever in my life with anything else. Yeah, I've never had such a passion for, and I don't know where my path is gonna end up. But like, much like you guys, I'm doing my best. No, you know what just, I mean, dude? Just keep going at it, yeah. man. Like, like when when people ask me, like, this is like me going to college. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, oh, this, yeah. this is you this got is your master's the scholarship brother. that I'm going for. This is the the, <laughs> the degree, exa- yeah, the degree I'm going for, and mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care. Like, like I will, like you know, after the fight career is is done, you know, we'll, we'll see what I can do after that. But um, um, this is what's gonna give me no regrets. This seems like the end all be night. all. Yeah, this seems even like your I'm, ultimate goal. Even if I'm working a job minimum wage after this, yeah. it was all worth it. You know, it's crazy. Care. Like you, you talk about the hills and how hard you work today and, and you, you got fucking pain on your hands. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, you yeah. were obviously working today. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it it's was not, hard getting ready to do those hills because, exactly, you know, like, especially, you know, working with paint. You know, that shit's not good for your lungs. <laughs> and, um, um, you know, yeah, man, you just got to. Like Marab's a perfect example again. Marab is a perfect this example. This guy's doing spinning kicks to do construction. He'll work from six to four o'clock every day. Get off, and he'll be the first one there, last one out, and doesn't matter. That's man. his life, dude. I he fucking love that guy. Yeah, he, honestly, like when we were running hills today, like when that little bit of like bitch creeps in, and you're like, oh, I'm tired. I'll I'll think fucking. Oh, Marab, Marab, Marab dude. yeah, and like yeah, my yeah. Body just, you know, it. He, he, it, it, for the whole team. I, I know it's not just me, but he inspires so many people. You know, besides, you know, all the the guys there. Um, you know, like Aljo and yeah. and, and I, Quinta, and all, all the top pro fighters we have at our gym. Um, I, I think because our professions outside of the cage are very similar. I connect mm. with him a little more, uh, because we both have done that hard construction work life. Yeah, yeah. Where you're just beat up from filling dumpsters or uh-huh. demolishing houses, lifting concrete, doing all this shit, and then having to go from that to, you know, sparring yeah. or wrestling oh and then God. going to bed. You know, it's like every every night for the past since I you know, since I, you know, really started training full time at law, like every night you're sore. For the past yeah. four or five years. Since my pro, you know, debut, you know, like I go to bed sore. Mm-hmm. If I'm not sore, I'm injured. If I'm not injured, um, maybe I'm up because, uh, you know, something's bothering me. So like all the sleepless nights and and all like the beatings and everything, you know, like it, like it's all worth it to me. And, and and like you know, when you see the people that you train with, they're still doing it. Yeah, it shows you there's no excuse. There's no excuse there to give up. I, I, I'll never give up. 
you know, like, uh, like if I had to choose a death, it would, it would be to die fighting. I would never want to die from so some stupid shit, like a car accident. Like a, yeah, I was just about so, to say that. Oh, I slipped and fell, hit my Fuck head. Fuck that. If I were to die, I'd want to die fighting for my life. It's like glory. If it, it like, like, uh, so glorious. I would, I would much rather, you know, like say maybe somehow I got poisoned somehow. I'd rather die getting eaten by a shark. Cause I know like I'm fighting. punching that fucking yeah, yeah. shark in the nose a few times <laughs> or stabbing it in the eye before I bleed out. You yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah. um, like, like that's just, I, I guess that's from growing up watching anime and shit, you know, that shit helps, you know, die fighting for what you believe in, die fighting, doing what you love. Well, look at what style, but he, he said that to himself. Yeah, and when, that, dude, like, you know, people can hate on him and I will admit, who's hating on him. dude? I, I will admit that, the, um, sometimes if you just don't, pay attention to what happens outside of the cage. Like when you pay attention to a fighter outside of a cage, your view of them can be skewed. Yeah. And you have to remember it's a business. So even like, you know, cocky fighters or, you know, guys who talk a lot of shit, it's whatever. But when you see them perform in the cage, it kind of like clean slates that shit. And you have no choice but to respect them and, and you want to emulate them. You know, like you want to be that guy. I will die fighting. I will. I will die. I. I will risk my life. And um, uh, that's that. That's something I learned from him too. Dude, Things to like see that. that shit in real life was fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm willing to die. Well, yeah, yeah, that shit, yeah, that yeah. That's shit. Yo, I got chills yeah, thinking about that yeah, shit. Yeah. Like. I mean, I, I it's definitely something he learned out of an anime. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but like, well, yeah, but dude, the, the like, Naruto yeah, <laughs> he literally did like the the ninja runs yeah. in the cage one time. They had the whole shit. <laughs> but dude, that shit definitely um definitely helps, man. Holy shit! Well, uh, it's ten thirty. I think we should uh yeah wrap yeah man. This up. Thanks for you know coming through. I'm happy, dude. To anytime. Be on your Four Stringers podcast. You know, Four guys, stringers. give it a like and follow. Uh, <laughs> wow, doing my, yeah, doing my. Why not? Oh wait, I gotta do. Ah, oh, fuck, I forgot. I gotta do. Uh, I gotta do two commercials real quick. Real oh yeah, quick. yeah, yeah. Go get your plug okay. in. That's fine. So the first one, you're gonna you're gonna help me. Okay, what's up? Okay, the first one is Blue Chew. Blue Chew is that that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the song. Hey, man, I'm getting up there in age, so. <laughs> so you might want I'm to 30. send some blue Guys, if you're, if you're like 30 to 40 year old, <laughs> you might want to start taking some blue juice. <laughs> Especially when you're getting your ass kicked at class all day. You're like, eh, Listen, man. Come home sore. Listen, so Marab told me. Marab hit me up. He's like, he's like, uh, Fabian, you want to know how I work from six to four and then come in and train all those rounds and i'm like how and he's like i take four blue chew <laughs> take four blue chew before that's training that's funny and i'm like oh really that's your secret so, yeah. and i'm like oh man so i mean you heard it from him dude it's yeah. not me it's marab telling you uh-huh. that it's four blue chews that's the secret i I actually took two before doing this interview. We had a great interview. Oh, yeah? I did too. Yeah, it was great. You've been hard this whole time. This whole time, <laughs> bro. We've been. The good thing the camera is just yeah, that right. waist level, <laughs> like the, the table's in the way. The, the, <laughs> the table's covering it. Word. Yes, I've been hard the whole time. Sorry, you had to find out this way. <laughs> All right, so promo code Fourth Stringers, and then um, what was the other one? Uh, oh yes. CBDs, A-list CBD, A-list CBD. We have, uh, this is the only CBD. It has melatonin, 
Yeah, melatonin's what I confuse melatonin and melanin. You know what melanin is? That's the skin. The skin yeah. pigment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it has melatonin. Melaton. I confuse it to all the time. That's fine. But uh, it has melatonin. Five hundred milligrams of it. There's ten pieces. You take two and you knock right out. Yeah, so, so. that's perfect for before bedtime, guys. Yes, exactly. And Marab, Marab also told me he's like, you know how I go to sleep after taking four blue chews. <laughs> <laughs> he just takes <laughs> two CBDs. I don't know. <laughs> you, you, you turned your mic off. You turned your mic off. Oh, sorry. That is pretty funny, though. <laughs> All right. All right. That's everything. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah, guys. Promo code fourth stringer. Just hit me up. DM me if you want some CBD ZZZs. They're 20 bucks to anyone at Park Jitsu and 25 to anyone else shipped anywhere. All right. Bye. And that's it. Oh, we're a great podcast, dude. Fuck that other podcast. I didn't even want to mention it. What other podcast? I don't know.